Hey, welcome to the One Big Thought Podcast. It's a podcast that deals with real ministry for the majority. I am Andy George, and joining me today is none other than Mr. Ken Hester. How are hey, you doing, sir? What's up? Welcome back, sir. Hey, thank you. You know, she have a little rest, a little relaxation. It was, yeah, yeah, just in town, you yeah. know, just in town. I always take, uh, at the time of the recording, I think this is good for any senior pastor, I always take the fourth off. Yeah. Just take the fourth off. It's a good opportunity for other people to preach. Yeah. And we know a lot of people are on vacation, and True. so uh, I was able to cheer everybody on from the online campus that yeah, you run, right. <laughs> that you run. So yeah, it was good. It's good. Good. Good to have people. Uh, I think it was cool too. Now that we are in this online world, yeah, you know, like yep. even with people coming back to the building, it was very cool to see them engaged, mm-hmm. whether they were at the beach or they were at home or whatever for the 4th of July weekend, yep. they were still engaged as part of our online service, which is really cool. Yeah. And typically people like that will send pictures of their beach place or <laughs> yeah. at the lake. It's very depressing Like the laptop up and like some, you know, some sweet tea sitting there and yes. the background is kind of that slightly blurred, apertured out right. beach. And they're like joining you from the beach. Today. It's like, oh, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thanks for rubbing it in my face. But that is good that we have the online <laughs> campus. So, hey, welcome everybody who are listening right now. We really appreciate our listeners. We are in summer mode here uh, right. at Crossroads Fellowship and for One Big Thought. And so, but we are still keeping on, keeping on with these Tuesday recordings That's and right. uploads. And so, we're very excited. And as always, we love people sharing it, commenting on it, ranking, ranking it. You know, and uh, I just got an update again this last week. We got more and more people downloading it. That's cool. So make sure you download it and uh, and share. You know, it's a good ministry opportunity for that. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's one big thought, Ken. And that's because we talk about one major thing. And today, I think, again, we got a two-parter, which is going to be pretty, pretty exciting. Yeah. I, lo- I love that, you know, ultimately we could probably do this in one part and make it a 45 minute podcast. Yeah, but nobody wants that. <laughs> but let's just do a two parter. Yeah. Let's like let you digest yeah. it. Let's let you understand it a little bit. It's get a, some applicable takeaways yeah. and and then come back next week for week two, which would be great. Yeah. You know, so, people people drive in the car. Yeah. I would think that most people listen to podcasts in the car. Yeah. I would think so. And I you know my drive is about 20 minutes. That's so right. I love 20 minute podcasts or less. <laughs> yep. So for today and uh, part one of today, yep. part two is next week. So next week, of course, but it's the leadership law of the rubber band. That's right. And uh, I think most of you know who have been listening, but so senior pastor, been in ministry 26 years. And about five years ago now, I became a John Maxwell leadership coach, speaker, mm-hmm. trainer, also with the DISC assessment and everything right. like that. So I want to make sure to give proper credit. So this comes out of the leadership law of the rubber band from John Maxwell. Okay, It's actually one of my favorite laws of leadership and laws of growth uh, because of just the visual that it gives you. Mm-hmm. So the one big thought basically is this, is that growth begins at the end of our comfort zone. Mm. You know, And you think about it, Ken, with a rubber band, Rubber bands only work when they're stretched. That's right. Right? They don't work if they're loosely just <laughs> hanging around paper. Yeah, exactly. They work when they stretch. And so in order to develop ourselves as leaders, we've got to stretch beyond what comes easily. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's a lot of leaders, Ken, that they stay within their comfort zone. So yeah. they, find, they, fi- they find a sweet spot where they're a good, effective leader. Yeah, successful. Successful sure. and, and are comfortable but they never grow beyond that, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that what we want to do is get people stretched in their leadership growth because that's where, you know, when you try something new. Well, yeah. and I think too, there's risk in the stretch, 
right? So you yeah, know the rubber band the, the can rubber break. Band, yeah, the rubber band can break. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. think that that may be you know uh, handcuffing some people as yeah. well, where they get comfortable and they go, all right, well, even if they stretch like just barely, yep. you know, they go, okay, well, that's a little bit, but it's not really fully taking the next step or even yeah. stepping out in faith. I think ministry a lot of times it should be more faith yep. than practice than, than comfort. Yep. But it, it defaults to kind of comfort versus faith yeah. <laughs> sometimes. So I did this uh, discussion with a company uh, about about a month ago or so. And what I did when I did it with them with their managers is I brought in three sizes of rubber bands mm. because the rubber band strength width should grow as you grow. So back to breaking, right? Sure. So, you know, you got the little teeny tiny rubber band. Right. And yeah, if you we, pull them a little bit, they break. Yeah, we put those in uh, my daughter Madeline's hair. Yeah, exactly, you know? exactly. So. Then you got kind of the next size up. And then you got like the jumbo rubber bands that can hold like oh, hundreds yeah. of pieces of paper. And I think the concept isn't like, you can, you're not going to go from this little tiny new leader mm-hmm. to leading like you've been a leader for 30 years. Right. You grow. And as you grow as a leader... The rubber band in this concept, right? Mm-hmm. Not in reality, but the rubber band in this concept continues to grow with the leader. Sure. That way you don't break. Yeah, so you do. Great. You get to the point of tension, and before you break, you, you stop for a season, yeah. right? And you and you learn and you grow through that. We've all had, well, let's get this last year and a half, almost going on. I mean, it's going to be two yeah. years before we're back to any <laughs> sense of sure. whatever's consistent. Yeah. There's been a lot of people that have broke this mm-hmm. last year. I mean, uh, one of the reasons I wasn't recording the podcast uh, two weeks ago, I guess it was, which by the way, yours was phenomenal. Oh, thanks. The podcast you did yeah, solo. Yeah, solo. Solo. <laughs> You're going to break up the band and go solo? No, no, I'm definitely not. I'm not, not pulling a uh, John If you're you not listening to it, right. you need to go check out that podcast that Ken did. Um, but I was in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And the reason I was in Mexico was I was doing leadership training and pastoral training for mm-hmm. about 75 pastors. And COVID uh, has hit Mexico just like here and around the world. And they're they're probably, at least the area I was in and the ones I was dealing with, <clears throat> they're probably about three or six months behind where we are. Yeah. And you could tell that the tension and the stretching for this last year had broken a lot of them. For sure. In fact, the one of the highlights of my trip uh, was to hear pastors say, we came to this retreat because we were going to basically quit. Mm. This was like the last ditch effort that we're just, we're just done. And um, and many of them are not quitting, you know, yep. at least not right now. Which is good. <laughs> um, but that's kind of what we want to avoid, right? We want to avoid somebody getting stretched so far that they just want to quit. Yeah. Um, but you do got to get in that uncomfortable zone a little bit in order to grow and stretch. Because here's the reality is that growth stops when you lose the tension between where you are and where you could be. Yeah. So that's where you true. are right now and where you could be, that's the stretch. Yeah. And, and when, the it, potential. when it comes to stretching too, I think of even, you know, going to the gym, stretching, uh, yeah. working out, playing basketball, yeah. whatever it is. It's like, if you don't stretch a little so bit. So long hamstring. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you know, so it's like, you, you've got to make sure that, yep. that there is that healthy tension yep. and it'll help you go a little bit farther. You know, um, I know you, you like to run. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody really likes to run, but you know, there's. <laughs> I was talking to my son the other day. Uh, I was like, you know, I like to run when I'm in shape. Yeah, that's like, right. Think about it, like that's when I'm true. not in shape and I'm trying to get back to running, I hate it. But once you're kind of in a rhythm, in a, in a rhythm, it's like it's really fun. Yeah, but <laughs> but where you are now, where that is right. to your point, it's like yeah, it takes work and effort, and you know, and that stretch helps yep. you with your stride. Yep. So it helps you increase your uh, your 
your stride, which then decreases your time. You cover more ground, all of that. And so, again, rubber band or, yep. you know, physically, whatever it is, that stretch is a good thing yep. uh, when done properly. So, you know, the goal is not to be mediocre. Mm-hmm. That's the goal. It, mediocrity is not a worthy goal. Uh, it's not it's not like i just want to be average right exactly my goal is to be c yeah or my goal is to be unseen and blend in i mean there's there's people that uh may operate that way but that shouldn't be the goal and it shouldn't be the goal to be average that's Mm -hmm. for sure there's it's easy to be average there's plenty of average people so ken i'm gonna ask you a question sure Uh, i'm gonna throw some questions at you and for our listeners as well uh what do you think has been the most stretching you've done this last year what has stretched you the most over this last year well, uh, and same thing for our listeners. Great, great thing to think about. It's funny you, you asked this question at this time because literally a year ago we were selling our house and moving from Charlotte back to Raleigh. Right. So that was a huge stretch for us. Yeah, you just celebrated say, your one year on staff. That's right. So happy right. anniversary! Thank you very much. So um, yeah, it's like it's crazy to think all that God has done in a year, but it started with the stretching. It started with the faith. It started with being uncomfortable and saying, "All right, well, we're gonna we're gonna sell our house. We're gonna mm-hmm. move our stuff. We're gonna try to build. We we try to find a house in this market was crazy. And then we went to build, and it took an extra six months. We couldn't just mm-hmm. you know be immediately in our house. We had to move in with my parents, mm. which I hadn't been with my parents since I was my twenties. <laughs> you know, yep. so it's like, oh wow, that's you know we've got a family of four that's living with my parents. That's mm-hmm. a very stretching season." Mm-hmm. But definitely one that, you know, it create it created some tension, but also we look back on it now and go, man, well, we had five months with my parents yep. that I will never get back again. The kids, the grandparents and the grandkids were all together. And mm-hmm. so it's very, very stretching season, but a very good one for yep. us. Yeah. So these experiences that we have, they, they often can be seen as a catalyst for personal growth in our life, right? Mm-hmm. That's the whole goal of this. And initially... Those aren't comfortable. So you leaving Charlotte, coming here, wasn't comfortable because you were set. You had a house. Right. Your kids are in school. I think mm-hmm. Ashley was teaching. Yep. I think. I mean, you got you got a core of friends and a small group, yep. and you know, to leave that is not comfortable, especially coming back in with mom and dad. <laughs> you know, even though you're from this area yeah. and this is technically your home church, mm-hmm. you still got to come back and get reacclimate. Reacclimate. You know, mm-hmm. it's different than you were here before, and so, but. You know, I think, why do you think it is that people quit early? Like, I think the problem with uh, what we're talking about is that people quit way before the potential's ever met. But why do you think, why do you think that is? Well, I think there's pain in everything, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. there, there, there's a little bit of pain in everything that we do, but what, what has to overcome the, the pain is we've got to see where we're going. We've got to have a goal. We've got to go, okay, there's a reason for that pain. Mm-hmm. So it, it hurts to change your diet. It hurts to work out. It right. hurts to, you right. know, it hurts to do these things. But if our goal is to be more healthy or our goal is to run or our goal mm-hmm. is to work out or to fit into that shirt or to look good on the beach Just or be <laughs> less jiggly in nature, you know, <laughs> whatever it is like, or, or if yeah. it's a financial goal, you know, it's like right. Ashley and I are giving up some things right now because we love Disney. We want our kids to love Disney. So three years from now, mm-hmm. we want to take them to Disney, which right. is going to be <laughs> oh yeah, a very expensive venture. Yep. So what we've got to do now is the pain of the now yeah. has got to be exceeded by the goal of the future. Isn't a Dave Ramsey that I think I might butcher this, so 
Dave, Dave, I know you listen to this podcast, so <laughs> forgive me if I... Yes, please leave I, a comment. <laughs> but uh, live like no one now so you can live like no one later. Yeah. It's roughly the statement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically, financially, and, and I think there's a lot of merit to that where you know, live within your means now and mm-hmm. under your means even so that you, when you're older, you can actually live like nobody can yes. later because they spent all their money. You yep. know? I think, I think <laughs> the exact phrase is live like no one else. So you can live like no one else. Well, there you go. So. E- either way, we got the point across. That's that, right. That's right. Uh, so again, this is coming from the leadership law of the rubber band. Most of what we're talking about, not all mm-hmm. of it, but here's a quote from that from psychologist Abraham Maslow. And I, I think this is a good quote. He said, if you plan on being anything less than you are capable of being, you will probably be unhappy the rest of your life. Mm. Miss potential. Yep. Mm. I mean, how many people have we seen, even in our own life at times, I'm sure, I know there's regrets I have in life where I, I missed something. Yeah. Where I didn't step out either in faith or I could have, should have, would have, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you just wonder sometimes um, what that potential could be. And uh, one that always sticks out is I had an opportunity in college to go, overseas as part of a sports missions thing. Oh, cool. And from that was very foreign to me back then. And so, sure. so I, I didn't go. And to this day, even though I've done countless missions trips, <laughs> uh, you know, multiple times a year, I still wonder like, man, what, what could have happened if I went yeah. on that thing, you know, but think of how many people live their whole life just with missed potential. And a lot of it is because they don't want to stretch. Yeah. They don't want to get outside their comfort zone and step out in faith and do what, they know they have inside of them that God-given potential inside of them. And, and, and what you're saying, what's inside of you, that's really where the stretching begins. It, it always starts from the inside That's out. right. That's right. And if, if you can't get past your – if I can't get past and you can't get past our own insecurities mm-hmm. and our own you know shortcomings, yeah. if we don't force ourselves to stretch, that starts within my heart, my mind, my soul. Yeah. And if we don't do that, then – we end up falling short. Yeah. And I think this last year has really rocked a lot of people's confidence. Mm-hmm. You know, people who thought, and, and us included, our, our church as well, my own leadership as well, where you're like, wow, I, I thought I was an okay leader. And this last year has really rocked the boat huge. Mm-hmm. You know, and you got people, I'm sure it's not just at our church, but you got people across the country at different churches that have bailed, went to other churches that just stopped coming that, you know, and it's hard not to take some of that personal when you're like, Oh, so they don't like my preaching or they don't like our leadership or they don't like our online campus or, you know, and so it's hard to not, and then it makes you not want to do more yeah, because then you feel wounded and stuck. And so, but there's a, another quote that says you're exactly where you should be in life, given everything you've done to get here, Mm. Uh, which is true. Like everything we've done in our life has gotten to this point. Yeah. And so, but here's a few things about stretching that can or cannot be uh, helpful but also are things that cause us not to stretch. And we've mentioned a few of them, but let me just list them out. There's only about three or four. Sure. First one is this, is stretching requires change. Mm. So whenever you stretch... Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, things are going to change. And change is... I, I like this statement too. Uh, it's not that people don't want to change. They don't like how to change. Mm. Like, you know, it's not that people... Mm-hmm. Uh, we always heard it, like people are afraid of change. Sure. It's really not that true. People are more afraid about how the change is going to happen, yeah, than really <clears throat> than really the change. And so I think you know I think that's why um, you know Lowe's or Home Depot or whatever they they talk about home improvement, right? Right. They don't talk about changing your <laughs> home. Right. They talk about that's improvement. Right. That's it. And yeah. so if you, it's really, really yeah. just wrapping your mind around like people again, like you said. We don't dislike change. Yep. It's we dislike the way that things yep. change. And if we think about it in a different context mm-hmm. of improvement or stretching, yep. then it's like, oh, I can stretch. Yep. And that's that that that's something I can wrap my hand around. Well, because change is often associated with risk. 
Mm-hmm. So there's a risk value add. It's like, okay, how much risk do I want? But what you just said is a mindset. You know, it's just the wording. In fact, my son, at the time of this recording, uh, this Friday, one of the cool things that he he's going into police academy or yeah. he's trying to to further his career and all that stuff, just graduated and now he's going to police academy. So he's going through all the steps to get there. Mm-hmm. Well, this Friday, he's going in to take an actual polygraph exam. Oh, Like wow. they actually strap him up, oh, have man. him face a wall and uh, and take a polygraph. And so... You know, he was kind of nervous about it. I'm like, well, one, you got nothing to be nervous about unless sure. there's things that I don't know about that you've done, which I'm pretty <laughs> sure there's not. But we had a long conversation that really helped him. In fact, it was two nights ago. Uh, it was, hey, look at this like an exciting opportunity, mm-hmm. not a stressful moment. Because you could look at it like being really stressed. But I said, how often can people get a, get a lie detector test? I mean, right. that's kind of cool. Like, for, for good things. For, yeah, for good. <laughs> not like, for yeah, not, yeah. But they, I, in fact, I don't think they even use them anymore. But I was like... I was like, look at it like this is a cool opportunity. Mm-hmm. You literally get to go and experience being strapped like across your chest, on your wrist, have a guy ask you questions, and you got nothing to worry about. Sure. Because you got nothing hidden. It's awesome. And all, and all of a sudden, I saw his like, whole demeanor change. Like, yeah, yeah that, you're right. That is kind of cool. So hopefully, you know, now in the back of my mind, I'm going, I'd be, I'd be nervous out of my, my mind. But, <laughs> you know, but here it is. The, the reality is it's never too late to be what you might have been. Hmm. Uh, so no matter how old you are listening to this podcast or how young you are, it's never too old, nor is it ever too late to start. Well, that's and, important. Yeah. And you know, you've said this before, John Maxwell is a genius at this, right? I mean, the guy is, is super leader, you know, has written a, a million books and done all this stuff, but, but still he looks to take notes. He's always learning. Yep. He's always asking questions. Yeah. And and I think he's in his 70s. Mm-hmm. You know, so the so again, it doesn't matter where you are, young or old or anywhere in between, you can stretch a little bit cuz stretching really becomes a lifestyle. Yep. It's not just something that yep. you do in a moment, nope. but you go, "All right, I'm going to stretch regularly. I'm going to take risks on a regular basis." Maybe they are calculated risks, but they're yep. still risks. Yep. And success is not the finish line. Mm. Like just because you Mm. feel successful in one place doesn't mean you stop stretching to the next place. Yeah. So again, I think there's a lot of people that kind of got to a point in life where they're like, oh, well, I guess I'm, I guess I'm successful or I'm significant in this area. But when we keep stretching, there's always room for improvement. There's always room for growth. There's always a next place to get to in our leadership venture. That's true. Well, hey, that's, this is part one. Oh, that's done. All right. Done. done. Just like that. Just like that. It goes that. by so, so quickly. It really does. So listen, next week podcast, we're going to be doing the leadership rubber band growth questions. There's about six questions, five or six questions that we're going to ask. It's really just going to be all questions next week to cool. wrap up this thing. So don't miss next week. Make sure you take some notes down. Ken, thanks as always for just, you know, being the real deal. Well, we'll, real we'll deal. catch you next time. I will right, we'll see you all next time.